Hi, and welcome to Enriched Perspective with Mike and Talisha Wallace, where we seek to shift paradigms through the exploration of biblical principles. I'm Mike. And I'm Talisha. Welcome Welcome to to the the podcast. podcast. So today we're going to be talking about justification. And just a few definitions I would like to share with you. Justify, it means to declare innocent or guiltless, absolve, acquit, to show, an act, claim, statement, etc. To be just or right. Justification by faith is defined as the act of God whereby humankind is made or accounted just or free from guilt or penalty of sin. I like that one. So, sounds like the Bible has a lot to say about justification. What do you think? Yes, it does. Yeah. So, I like that part about being just, accounted just. And that kind of caught my attention when I was reading the definition there. So, what is the advantage that being just or having justification? What does that provide? Like, what's the benefits of being just? I guess it's pretty much self-explanatory, but... Can we kind of get into it a little deeper about how to become just or to receive justification? In what regard? Like what makes what (laughs) makes a man or what makes a person just? Like how do you become just just by saying, well, I'm justified. And, you know, people try to justify a lot of stuff, but that doesn't mean you really are just. So we want to make sure we're living according to the word as to what makes us just according to the word of God, not ourselves. Yeah, I like the part when it talks about justify, which uh, to declare innocent or guiltless. As it relates to the word of God, when we talk about being justified or being just, it's equivalent to being righteous. Mm-hmm. Uh, the short answer is the only way that we can be just before God is, of course, through faith in the blood of Jesus Christ. And, of course, believing the gospel and obeying the gospel. That's the short answer. Mm-hmm. There's also more that comes behind that mm-hmm. uh, especially when you start talking about after you've done that then your justification does come through good works okay so i pretty much summed up the entirety of what we're gonna be talking about Boom. In probably like good night three seconds thank you for coming but uh the scripture that you read in Habakkuk two and four which talks about of course the just shall live by faith and it's also reiterated or is quoted in different places in the new testament as well specifically in romans uh the first chapter and the 17th verse, uh, towards the very end, it says, the just shall live by faith. But there's a, a front end to that. The 16th through the 17th verse speaks of, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first, and then also to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Mm-hmm. So get, kind of getting started and getting into this, that is kind of the crux, and that's the, the baseline and the foundation of this discussion of course faith or justification comes through faith um, in the blood of jesus christ and of course obeying the gospel of jesus christ and then it also after you have been converted comes through good works Mm -hmm. but the problem that we have and the thing that we kind of wanted to touch up on is more often than not is we choose to try to find our own ways Mm -hmm. to justify ourselves and our kind of understanding and truly our our definition of justification is a little bit skewed mm-hmm. so when we start talking about justification as we see it and as it's sometimes conveyed and also lived out loud it definitely doesn't 
cover that. Yeah, it's just coming coming really short of what God is is expecting of us to if we want to be justified according to him, we have to do it his way. Exactly. So with that being said, I do have an example of of um someone or a case where someone tried to do it their way and it wasn't good enough for God. Um in the case of Adam and Eve. Yep. When he gave the commandment for them not to eat of the tree, we all know the story. They did it anyway, and they tried to justify themselves. The Bible says Genesis chapter three. I just kind of took from I read from verse seven through all the way to twenty four to the end of the chapter. They ate, and the eyes of both of them were open, and they knew they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. And as we as you continue to read after everything happened. God came and made them close actually covered them. So it was like what they tried to do to cover up their sins and what they tried to do to justify what they did wasn't enough. So God showed them, no, this is not the way. And then, of course, they were judged for what they did and they were not found innocent. So there was a judgment passed. Um, as we know, women have had the uh, travailing in the childbirth and the different things that they, they were punished. She, the women were punished with. The men had to work from the sweat of their brow. The serpent had to be on his belly. They were kicked out of the Garden of Eden. So a lot of things transpired based on them being disobedient to God, um, trying to justify what they um, what they did was wrong. And it just didn't turn out so good. So it's important that we don't, should we find ourselves in the position of where you're not innocent? <laughs> don't try to justify yourself. <laughs> it's not a good thing. Yeah, one of the parts, or well, two parts that stuck out to me is, of course, the initial justification or attempt to justify themselves is with Adam blaming Eve. Yeah, and sure Eve, did. Of course, blaming the serpent. Mm-hmm. And we know that, especially when you're younger, you got little kids, you see that type of behavior quite a bit. Mm-hmm. It's always somebody else's fault. They're the reason why I did what I did, or there's always some external circumstance or external force that caused me to do or behave the way I did. Yeah. And in that sense, we're trying to find justification, and we want to absolve ourselves from the guilt and from also the punishment that will ensue yeah. You know, from us being disobedient or from us doing something that's contrary. Yeah. So it started off in the garden, exactly that way yeah then the secondary part of that is of course like you mentioned with them uh using the leaves yeah someone to fix the leaves together and making themselves a covering yeah versus god giving them the coats of skin which of course had to come from some type of animal to cover them more fully and this is where we run into the challenge in my opinion and of course according to the word where we try to with our own means and through our own works, because the Bible talks about man was placed in the garden to dress it and to keep it Right. in Genesis 2 and 15. So one of the byproducts of their works would have been leaves, yeah. having leaves and uh, different, um, I guess, pieces of the of the plants that were lying around. And they took the work of their hands or, you know, the byproduct of their works and tried to use that to cover themselves. And, of course, it was insufficient. Right. And a lot of times when we're dealing with the justification that we seek uh, for how we live and for what we do, it's insufficient. Yeah. Oftentimes we hear 
people speak of I'm a good person. Yeah. Yeah. But have you obeyed the gospel? Exactly. It's not enough. Not quite. Yeah. I'm I'm just religious or I'm spiritual or yeah. I do my own thing. And it's like that's you trying to find some type of justification for you not obeying the word of God, but at the same time still wanting the benefits of of obeying the word of God. Yeah. Everybody wants to go to heaven. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to be in right standings with God. But when it comes down to it, we all try to find our own way of getting there. Yeah. And that's contrary, again, to the word of God. Yeah. Because Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. No yes. man cometh to the Father but by me. That's right. And multiple times he said, there, there is, of course, a way that seemeth right to a man, but in thereof are the ways of death. Exactly. He said, broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, but straight and narrow mm-hmm. is the way that leadeth to life. Right. And we hear these things, but at the same time, we still go about trying to establish our own way. Yes. Bible says, I think I mentioned it, but just in case I didn't, say it again. There is a way that seemeth right unto a man, Mm -hmm. but in thereof are the ways of death. And again, just like with Adam, just like with Eve, we know that we've done something that's contrary to what God has called and expects of us. That's why they try to hide from his presence. Exactly. Yeah. Because the tree of life, as I always say, was in the midst of the garden right along with the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Mm-hmm. Both trees were, I would almost like to say, sitting side by side. Yeah. And you couldn't see one without seeing the other. Right. And every single day, every single time they passed, or they were in the midst of the garden, they had to make a conscious decision to choose life mm-hmm. or to choose death. Right. And we get to this one instance, or probably the first instance, where they chose death, and that was the only opportunity that they had because God knew that's why I kicked him out of the garden it's, it's not because if I leave you in here mm-hmm. I know what you're going to do Yeah, you're going to well, try to do what we try to do take of the tree of knowledge good and evil but still be able to take the tree of life as well Yeah. so we want to live in death but still have life Yeah. and you can't do both no. when, especially when it comes down to this justification thing Right. you can't live justified and, and be operating in a state that would cause you to be condemned Exactly. Because the condemnation comes through you disobeying God's laws, God's yes. commandments, God's statutes. Yeah. Now you're condemned. Yes. And now you are standing in in danger yeah. of judgment. And that's what condemned that's, means. Now you right. will be judged. Yep. And you're going to be judged according to your works. Right. So we try to find these nuances to try to explain away to create just yeah. like Adam and Eve mm-hmm. already was hiding. Yeah. Cause they knew. Cause they already knew that they were, they yeah. were at a fault. So they was hiding already. Yeah. And then they tried to cover themselves up yeah. on top of hiding. And how'd you, like he said, who told you you were naked? Because I, you knew what you did. Your eyes were open. Right. Your yeah. understanding was illuminated. Exactly. And that's the same way we are at times when we hear the gospel. Mm-hmm. It's like your eyes are open. Mm-hmm. Now you have been illuminated to the truth. And now you see yourself as you are, naked, mm-hmm. before yes. God. Yeah. You see yourself as you are, guilty, truthfully, before yeah. God. And yeah. instead of you taking his his means, mm-hmm. his his method, his way, we go about to try to create our own. Right. And that's where we get ourselves in trouble. Yeah. And that's that's where we run into the the 
ever so difficult challenge because yeah. sometimes even in the house of God, mm-hmm. we create or we find or we look for justification for yeah. our actions yeah. as quote unquote believers. Yes. And it doesn't work out. And there's another example, like King Saul. Mm-hmm. And God told him, I'm just kind of jumping through here so we can get to the rest of it. But um, the first first Samuel 15 chapter, you can read all about it. Um, God told Saul to go down and kill a certain group of people because it was their judgment time. It was time for them to get their judgment for what they did in the past. And so God was using Saul to do that. And he told him to kill everything. Men, women, children, animals leave nothing alive and Saul went down there he probably started off really good and then they started seeing some nice looking cattle and sheep and he saved the king he didn't obey fully what God told him to do and so that um, cost him the kingdom his kingdom because he was disobedient to God however he tried to justify himself when God told the prophet um, Samuel hey I reject this all because he didn't do what I told him to do he's disobedient it's overdone Saul tried to justify, said, well, we, we saved this, and I didn't do it. The, the people made me do it. You know, just try to keep making excuses, excuses, excuses for what he did, was, which was disobedient. And um, Samuel had to make it clear to him, was like, that's not good enough. I don't care how good of a calf you saved. This is not going to fly with what God wanted because you disobeyed him. Mm-hmm. And we try to, like I say, make up for it in our own way and expect God to just accept that. And he's like, no, it doesn't work that way. So, again, we can't walk on our own understanding and think God's just going to be okay with that. And that's where the scriptures in that same kind of passage area in first Samuel 15, it says, it talks about obedience is better than sacrifice yeah. and the heart mm-hmm. than the fat of rams. Mm-hmm. He was literally talking about yeah. a sacrifice. Yeah. He was trying to take <laughs> that. Yeah. I don't want that. <laughs> right. He was trying to give him a sacrifice mm-hmm. with something that he gotten out of disobedience. Yes. And that's a lot of times what we try to do. Yeah. We go do wrong over here and then we try to make up for it or justify our wrong by offering <laughs> gifts and sacrifices and trying to do good works. Mm-hmm. But we miss the first part. Yes. And this is why this is such a challenging topic at times is because man will accept it. Yes. Man yeah. will accept your good works and then, and they will in their way they'll justify you they say oh he's right. a good man or i hate yeah i hate i hate when people mm-hmm. say that and when you look at the the life and the lifestyle of the individual that they're speaking of it's like they are not a good person not according to not according to the word of god no but we ascribe people too quickly these uh titles that are based on you truthfully being justified by god yeah like God's ain't none good. Yeah. I mean, all everybody is according to the the law and to the letter. Everybody has sinned. Right. Jew, Greek, Gentile, mm-hmm. man, woman, boy, girl. Right. All were condemned under sin. Under the law, everybody. Nobody was righteous. Mm-hmm. The law wasn't intended to make you righteous. Right. <laughs> At best, all it could do was give you an awareness and a knowledge of sin. Yeah. But when you try to take that and use that as your means of justification. Mm. you you losing before you even begin right and this is the challenge that uh paul was dealing with with the church mm-hmm. he had a, a set of people that come from the background of of course judaism and then he had these gentiles who had no knowledge of truly the law right. and the letter right and those that had that knowledge were trying to use that as a way to 
justify themselves or to to position themselves as being righteous or being right or being innocent or guiltless before God Mm -hmm. because I've done all of these works in particular talking about circumcision Mm -hmm. Um, if you look at Acts I believe it's the 15th chapter where they had a challenge and they were saying the Jews that came in and they saw some of these Gentiles who were now converted believers and it was like well um, unless you get circumcised and unless you keep the law of Moses you're not saved Oh, see, come on. And that caused a stirring up in the body of the believers because the Gentiles wanted to be saved. They wanted to be yeah. right. They wanted yeah. to be justified, righteous in God's eyes. Mm-hmm. So they were like, do we have to do this or not? They, they were kind of confused. Yeah. And it took Paul going back and he didn't make this decision on his own. He went and conferred with the other apostles and the elders in Jerusalem. And that's when they came up with the, the few things that they had to do. Abstain from meat, sacrifice to idols. Don't eat things that are strangled in blood and abstain from fornication. Right. Those were the, the three things that he gave them to do. And he said all the other stuff has been there forever. Yeah. You don't have to do that. But if you do these three things fare thee well Mm -hmm. because the most important thing is that you believe in the gospel of jesus christ to the point where you obey the gospel of jesus christ and that gospel is of course first and foremost repentance and we could just stop right there because that's where we mostly find our issue when it comes down to justification Mm -hmm. we tend to try to find reasons and excuses for why we do what we do, yeah. the things that are specifically related to carnality, yeah. following after the lust of the flesh. Yeah. A big one, which is why it was mentioned in Acts 15, fornication, fornication. having sex, getting it in, doing that dirty. You know, that, <laughs> that was the issue, especially among the Gentiles, because they were very uh, alive, oh, <laughs> for yeah. a better way of oh, saying yeah, they very uh, experienced and very well learned, learned in that area. And yeah. it's because of their paganistic practices. Yeah, they didn't have a law. They, they didn't have a law. They, they just, just did whatever they wanted to do. And mm-hmm. a lot of their, their rituals and their religious practices were centered around fornication and mm-hmm. sexual yeah. misdeviant misgivings and deviance. Yeah. So it w- it was a big thing for them. Mm-hmm. And like we see today, like I say you start talking about, you know, all the different things and you talk about repentance in particular. Yeah. The one issue you have with most folk is they don't want to stop committing fornication. Right. So they will find every way they possibly can to justify their behavior mm-hmm. but still claim right standings yeah. with God and it's yeah. not possible no Bible says marriage is honorable in all in all, and the bed undefiled but yeah. he also said one other thing he said but oh, the whoremongers whorebers. and the adulterers he will judge he will judge there it is again and you even if you go judgment. into the New Testament when it yeah. talks about those individuals that will not inherit the kingdom of God it's fornication is right there with the thief and the liar yeah. and the, all those other things the yeah. backbiter it's all there it's very clear that if you do these things you will not inherit the kingdom of god Mm-mm. but yet we've tried to find ways to justify it yeah. so therefore we're not really obeying the gospel message because we have not truly repented yeah to the point of conversion where i'm right. not going to do these things anymore right and well we well this is my fiance but you commit fornication yeah you know well 
God knows my heart. He yes, does. He does. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's deceitful. Yeah. It is wicked. That's yeah. pretty wicked. It's, he he understands that. Mm-hmm. But that's why he called us to take on a new heart and yeah. a new mind. And that's mm-hmm. why he's going to give us a new heart and a new mind so that we could walk this walk and live this life as he designed it to be done. Right. What else do we say? Well, I do all this other good stuff, but mm-hmm. but now you're trying to find justification yeah. through your works I, I as opposed to through the, the yeah. blood of Jesus Christ and what he, now you're going back to how yeah. Adam and Eve were you're trying to go and find things that you've done and try to stitch it together and yeah. make God accept it and it's like that's not going to work no and no. we keep going back and, well I believe yeah but James guy he said even the Satan believe and he trembled he that sure there's did. one God that's right that's not enough not there right. has to be some act that follows yeah. your belief yeah and it has to be a the obedience according to what he, he said. says right that's where Saul messed up he mm-hmm. did some he of did it some. he was like oh I did I did everything you exactly. told me to do and he's like uh what do well, I hear what is the bleeding of the sheep that I hear in the background yeah oh yeah those uh, yeah and that's where we talk about the gospel message you say repentance they kind of skip over that they go right to the baptism in Jesus yeah. name yeah for the remission of their sins but the key is sins that are past right it's like it's not for you to to get baptized in the name of jesus and then get back up and continue to do what you've always done or some people don't even get baptized at all because they say it's not necessary right they go back to romans 10 and say well if thou shalt confess with thy mouth and believe Mm -hmm. in the heart the lord jesus raising from the dead you know and you shall be saved but if you keep reading in that same chapter of romans 10 it talks about you having to obey the gospel yes it's 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 critical because oh well, how can you believe in him in whom you have not heard right how how you believe in you talking about you believe in the lord but you have you how you ain't even heard about him you don't even know him right and only way you're going to know him is through the preaching of the gospel right right you're right and then how do you hear again without a preacher mm-hmm. how how does that preacher how does he even preach the gospel message unless they were sent by god right so it all ties together like you still have to hear the gospel message and in hearing the gospel message you now believe that yeah he died mm-hmm. yes jesus rose again from the grave right. and now he does have all power and he's able to now justify me through yes. faith in his blood yes how do i get his blood applied to my life come on come but on through baptism in in the water in, in Jesus name. Yes, that's the only way. Because only blood can remit sins, yeah. remove, wash, atone for sins, justify. That's where the justification yeah. comes in and it begins, but that finishing is the being filled mm-hmm. with his spirit. Yeah. You have to be born again of the water and of the spirit and that's what brings about that justification mm-hmm. that we're talking about where you now righteous you're now yes. innocent you're now guiltless yeah. all of that stuff that you had done is no mm-hmm. longer going to be imputed to you you will not be held guilty right. for the things that you've done for the transgressions that yeah. you've committed over the course of that's why it's such a beautiful mm-hmm. story because um, christ came and he mm-hmm. took all of that guilt all of that shame yes. every last penalty that we absolutely deserved that's right. he took it upon himself and he allowed that flesh to be destroyed yeah. for our sakes yeah just so that blood could be shed so mm. that we could have remission and atonement so that yeah. we can now stand before God justified because yeah. we are covered by his blood. Yep. 
Yeah, it's the, we can stand in the judgment now. And you, if you read Psalms one and one, it talks about that too. Like the unrighteous, they they can't stand. No, you won't be able to stand when that day comes. Mm-hmm. We all are going to have to stand before God and be judged. Nobody is getting away with from, with this. From there's, this, there's nothing you so, can do. And especially like you say, he said, "I am the way." He he left his gospel. He left his everything we need. He has given us. So no matter, you can't come another way. He said, I am the way. Thieves and the robbers come another way. Mm-hmm. They come, they try to create, they create their own righteousness, their own systems. Mm-hmm. Or like you say, try to go back under the law and just do works. Not going to work. The law has been fulfilled. He is, that's done. And it never could make a man righteous. No. Because if it could, then why would Christ have to come? Right. What would be the necessity of it if if there was a law given that could make a man righteous? And this is biblical. He's, what was the point of his death? What was the yeah. point of his sacrifice? Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be necessary. Yeah. But because we can clearly see that all of us stand condemned as it relates to the law. Mm-hmm. And that's why it was so important for Paul to really express yeah. and to exhort, like, do not try to. Go back under the law for the purpose of being justified before yeah. God. Yeah. You look at Romans, you look at Ephesians, yes. um, different parts of Galatians, you know, Galatians as well. Yeah. Those are the things that he's trying to exhort the people of God not to do. Mm-hmm. Don't go back under the law and try to be justified by the works of the law in place of faith yeah. in Christ Jesus. Right. And a lot of times we don't do it in the same fashion as they may have done it, but we still behave in the same way. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, I hear you, but I'm, I'm just going to, again, I'm, I'm going to try to make my own way. Mm-hmm. Like you mentioned, I'm, I'm going to do all of these good works and these good deeds, and that should be enough to exonerate me or to, to cause yeah. me to be justified and righteous in God's eyes. Never you mind, I'm be doing all this little dirt over here because, <laughs> but you forget that the law, the uh, way it's written, if you guilty in one, Oh, yeah. You're guilty in all. Oh, my gosh. And, it, and even with that, it's like as it relates to the law, the fleshly man cannot Mm-mm. fulfill Mm-mm. the law. Nope. It's it's an impossibility for us to live nope. our days without breaking the law. Right. First of all, we got to know what they are. It's well, that's a lot. A, and <laughs> the thing is, it didn't matter whether you knew or whether you didn't know. Oh, wow. If you broke it, you were guilty of it. Even if you didn't know? If you didn't, it don't matter. Wow. The law is the yeah. law. Whether you know or whether you don't know, you, it's still broken the, you still broke the commandment. Wow. And you still can be judged accordingly. I didn't know any better. Well, you beat a few strikes, but you still get beat. Woo. But he said, well, it's the no to do and do it not. We'll mm. get beat with many stripes. Wow. But last I checked, it said beat in both, both phrases. Mm. Wow. But that's that's the point. See that that's that's why we don't we shouldn't want to try to find our justification through the keeping of the law and trying to do good works mm-hmm. of our own accord. Yeah, you still fall short. Do all that you, stuff. That's why I say all have sinned. Wow. All have fallen short of the mm-hmm. glory of God. Mm-hmm. Every last one of us. I don't wow. care how much of a goody two shoes you are. I don't care if you were raised under the pew, as we say it. You know, some of us were born and raised in our faith, and we've been in our faith since mm-hmm. we were. We don't know anything else. We spent our Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon, Sunday evenings, Wednesdays, Fridays, Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes 
times all throughout the week for revivals. I mean, we spend so much time in church that you would think we would be biblical scholars. But if we have not obeyed the gospel of Jesus Christ, we Mm. stand in the same position as everybody else. Because as we know, growing up in church and having friends and acquaintances that grew up in church with us, all have sinned. Including ourselves. Exactly. (laughs) That's why I said all. All. (laughs) As it relates to the law, all of us fall short. Way short. For sure, for sure. So even for us, there had to be a point in our lives where we had a moment of conversion. Yes. Where we actually, like Romans said, we heard the gospel for ourselves. Yes. And we confess with our own mouths and believe with our own hearts the gospel message. Yeah. We had, like I say, we all had to do that too. We all had to go that way. We we had to be born again. Yeah. That little baptism that we got when we were Mm -mm. children. That did absolutely nothing. Zero. Because there was a whole lot of sin in between. Come on now. And and <laughs> like I said before, the baptism in Jesus' name is intended to remit and to cover yeah. sins that are past. Mm-hmm. And we like, well, let's cover everything. Future no. and all. I was like, mm-hmm. uh, we'll have to we'll talk about that at a later date. Because, again, if you walk in the spirit, which when you are born again, you should be born again into this new creature. Mm-hmm. Old things should be passed away, and all things, your thinking, your desires, your aspirations, should become brand new in Christ. Mm-hmm. You should not want to follow after the same riotous living right. that you followed after when you were in darkness. Mm-hmm. You now being a child of light, why are you walking like a child of darkness still? True. How do you still have the same desires and the same urges and the same proclivities? as a non-believer but yet you're a christian yeah i mean because you know you're in the flesh but you don't have you're not in debt to the flesh anymore no you are that is dead but the bible says the only way it is is if you walk after the spirit right because it's romans says in eight said Mm -hmm. there is therefore now no condemnation yeah in other words you are justified Mm -hmm. to them which are in christ jesus who walk walk not after the flesh but after the the spirit spirit. and this is where we sometimes we get lost okay we'll believe in the gospel message we'll Mm -hmm. we'll say we repented we'll get baptized in jesus name for the remission of our sins and we'll receive the gift of the holy ghost and we say we've spoken in other tongues as the spirit of god give utterance Mm -hmm. and then we live a raggedy life afterwards and say we're justified because we have been converted or because we believed Mm -hmm. Hmm. and it's like romans 6 says what shall we say then Hmm. shall we continue in sin that grace may abound the bible says god forbid forbid. how shall we who are dead to sin live live any longer therein and then he goes and talking about, know you not that so many of us are baptized, we're baptized into his death. And as he right. talks about who are you yielding your members to, that's, that's right. whose servant you are. That's right. Either it's to, to the right. flesh, yeah. to death, or, you know, to the spirit for righteousness. Yep. So it, it, it got us. Oh, yeah. And in different places in Galatians and Ephesians, it tells us about how we should walk as believers. There is still an expectation right. of us. As believers, and again, people use the the Romans 10 as a be-all, end-all, and I don't have to do anything, but 
that conversion comes with an expectation. Absolutely. That justification that you receive upon your obedience to the, the gospel and your faith by faith in the gospel right. that comes with an expectation. Sure does. Now you have an expectation. Mm-hmm. Now that you are made new, now you have to walk. Yeah, as it said, any man that be in Christ is a new creature. And you have to walk as a new creature. Yeah. And that's where we yes, because fall he's, short. He's leading you. Exactly. He will never lead you to sin. And that's where we start talking about <laughs> yeah. James, where he start talking about faith without works. People are like, oh, it's all about, they go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Paul did not talk about works. Right. He just talked about it in a different fashion. Right. That works that's required for your initial conversion your works are based on the faith in the gospel message. Right. Not on all the stuff that you do in accordance to the law and the letter. Right. But after you now have been converted, like I say, your justification is predicated on your faith walk. Right. Right. But it's in response mm-hmm. to your faith. Exactly. You're not doing this to be justified. You're doing it because you're, you're justified. justified. <laughs> it's, right. It's Come on through here. And a lot yes. of times we... we doing things to get something and mm-hmm. it's like no i am that's it i'm already justified in yeah. god i think that's in romans Where's 8 it too. let me find that um, romans 8 it talks about that mm-hmm. say them he also know them he justified yeah okay romans yeah eight somewhere romans eight. Oh yeah romans eight thirty. is it moreover whom he did predestinate mm-hmm. then he also called and whom he called them he also justified Mm-hmm. And whom he justified, them he also glorified. What shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Oh, wait. Mm-hmm. Okay. Moving on. Who can be against us? He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall we, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justifieth. Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died. Yea, rather, that is risen again. Who is even at the right hand of God, who also maketh intercession for us? Again, that's in Romans 8. I think it's 30 through 34. Yeah, you just read all of Romans 8. That'd oh, be great. Yeah. And also all of Romans 3. That's a really good one. And that's a lot of what we're talking about is coming yeah. from those um, chapters in particular. Mm-hmm. And then there's other chapters, of course. You look at James, it talks about it as well. Uh, But this thing about, you know, we try to justify ourselves through works Mm -hmm. as opposed to faith and obedience. That's it. Because would you say obedience comes from faith or does faith? They go hand in hand. Because, again, Mark 16, 16, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved Mm -hmm. he that believeth not shall be damned right just let's break this apart he that believeth Mm -hmm. that's the faith and is baptized that's the works that come through the faith so that's the obedience that's the obedience shall be saved there it is he that believeth not shall be damned so in order for you to be damned the only thing you got to do is not believe because if you don't believe you're you're not going to do do it. it (laughs) it's really as simple as that and we would rather create our own means and our own (laughs) methods because a lot of what was being promoted was the law of the elders Mm -hmm. it was really their interpretation of the law 
And a lot of that was taking oh, yeah. place. I'm sure. Taking the place of the law. Because yeah. when they asked Jesus, he just basically spit off the tin. Sure did. He said, if you do that, that's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, he and did. And he broke it down to two. Two. Boiled <laughs> it down to two. Just love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, mind, soul, and strength. And the second is like to the first, love thy neighbor as thyself. Upon these two things and all the law and the prophets. Mm-hmm. Very simply put. But then they had all of these other things yeah. about got to do this and you got to do that you yeah. got to throw something over you show i mean it oh, was so complicated goodness. and it was so convoluted yeah. that it became almost impossible mm-hmm. for you to keep up with everything that they were saying and it was all based on interpretations mm-hmm. of the tin and it was just breeding pride anyway yeah it was because yeah. now they feel more just and more justified mm-hmm. more righteous than everybody else and a good example of that was when the publican and the pharisee were praying that was a good one i think it's in luke 16 where Mm. oh is that luke 16 i I think so well it's either 16 or 18 but it's 18 but Ah, sorry luke 18 9 through 14 that's where it is Mm -hmm. and the the publican you know they both came in synagogue and they were praying and of course the the pharisee felt like he was more righteous so he started out with lord i thank you Mm -hmm. come on but i thank you because i ain't like other men are i ain't an extortioner i ain't unjust i ain't an adulterer or even like this person sitting over here next to me this publican i ain't like him either (laughs) you know I fast twice a week, works. I give my tithes of all that I possess, works. Mm. I'm doing all these good things. So I, I'm sitting here, I'm praying to you, telling you how awesome I am. Wow. Basically. Wow. This is this is why I deserve your your grace. This is why I deserve your kindness. This is why I deserve your love because I'm just such an awesome Superior. person. But the publican had a completely different wow. perspective and a completely different prayer. He's like, look, he couldn't even raise his head up, smoking his chest, you know, mm-hmm. with humility of heart and mind. Yep. You know, and he was like, Lord, look, just be merciful unto me, yes. a sinner. Mm. And Jesus said, Wow, Jesus, Jesus said. That the publican went away more justified than the Pharisee. Wow. Because he humbled himself, mm. acknowledged mm. where he was, and asked for mercy. See? Asked for forgiveness. Mm. Asked for the grace of God to be extended unto him. Mm-hmm. He wasn't saying he deserved yeah. anything. Right. He was just humbly submitting himself to God, yeah. hoping, yeah. believing that he heard him. Because he knew he wasn't going to be able to do all those laws and stuff. No. He knew where he was. I like that. I no. like that. Yep. And unfortunately, what we have. Oh, wait. You got to finish that. What? I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. I just said that. Did you read the whole? I didn't for, read it. For everyone that exalted. <laughs> everyone that exalted. Exalted. It himself shall be a base, and he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, my brain had to get it all the way out. Sorry, that's just the way it works. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But that's where we run into the problem a lot of times is when we talk about this conversation around justification, mm-hmm. people mistake or misunderstand or misinterpret the word of God to their benefit and they create leaves instead of a coat because mm-hmm. they ain't gonna sacrifice 
a life. Well, do they the, won't the accept right the sacrifice. sacrifice that was already provided mm. because it requires them to do what they don't want to do, which is die. Mm. Gotcha. Because he said he is dead to sin. You don't live any longer. You don't want to die. Freed from it. You want to continue to do what you've always done, mm-hmm. but yet have this, uh, what's the word, this, um, what's the word, security. Mm-hmm. You want to still continue doing what you've always done, but you want the security of knowing that if I should die tonight, I'm going to go to heaven. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And so many people that proclaim themselves to be believers operate this way. I'm going to still do everything I've always been doing. But I still feel like if I die tonight, I'm going to go to heaven because I'm justified because I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart. And it's like, no, because mm. the Bible said after that, you know, know ye not that such and such and such shall not inherit. Where is that? at? Let me just well, go you know, why, why are you finding that? That's why it's important that we as ministers that we need to preach the whole gospel too. Mm-hmm. don't just stop at confess and believe or just do good works. That's not enough. And we need to make sure the world knows this. If you want to go to heaven, mm-hmm. if you want to inherit the kingdom of God, make it in whatever whatever phrase you need to make put your mind at ease about being right with God. We got to tell the whole truth. And so I'm so thankful that we are sharing this with anyone who's listening. So you won't be um, um, confused or shorted the truth. This is an important um, thing to have. Do it God's way. Don't make up your own concept or set of rules or works and think that that's going to get you in because according to the word of God, that's that's not going to work. We have to do it God's way. Uh, you still looking for your scripture? Yes. All right. So let me just read some of these scriptures you have on here while you're looking for that one. Uh, found it. Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> you still got some good ones on this list. So, so in First Corinthians, the sixth chapter, it says, know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. It's a question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then okay. it says, be not deceived, neither fornicator, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, mm-hmm. nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. Mm. Now, here's the part that we're supposed to live in, the 11th verse. And such were some of you. Yeah. But... You are washed, but you are sanctified, mm-hmm. but you are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the spirit of our God. So in the name of the Lord Jesus, through baptism and the spirit of our God, by the infilling of his spirit. Mm-hmm. And it indicates very clearly that if you're doing those other things that, nope, you will not inherit the kingdom of God. Yeah. That's that's the word of God. That's not coming from our own preference. Like you were saying earlier, the elders had their interpretation of the laws or more than likely what they preferred, what they liked, what they didn't Mm -hmm. like. This is what God is saying. And you can go into even Ephesians or Galatians. I'm sorry. Five. Like I said, is in multiple places. Mm -hmm. It says it started the 18th verse. It says, but if ye be led of the spirit, you're not under the law, which is what we're talking about. Now the works of the flesh oh, yeah. are manifest, which are these, mm-hmm. adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envying, murders, drunkenness, reveling, and such like. Of the which I tell you before, 1 Corinthians as mm-hmm. I have also told you in times past, 
that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Yeah. And this is talking to the churches. This is talking yeah. to the body of believers, both right. in Corinthians and also in Galatians, because some of them were a little bit confused about what it meant to be now this this converted Christian, this mm-hmm. newfound believer in Christ. They're like, well, I can continue to know you can't. Yeah. There has to be a transformation. There has to be a change. And this comes through that justification that comes through, of course, your initial conversion, mm-hmm. but then also you learning how to and actually walking in the spirit. Mm-hmm. So true. So, and the reason uh, I just want to conf- make sure you understand it, I'm not just saying something because, again, you say, well, how does faith and works? Again, James talks about that. Faith okay. and works working together. Um, James, the first chapter, 21st through 25th verse talks about being doers of the word and not hearers only yes deceiving our own selves Mm -hmm. and also continuing in it and talking about if you're a doer of the work you'll be the one that's blessed in your deeds romans 2 talks about it it says for not the hearers of the law are just before god but the doers of the law shall be justified and i was referencing the law and the commandments because in numbers and deuteronomy in multiple places it talks about not just hearing the commandments but doing them, mm-hmm. that didn't change because we're in the New Testament. The things no. that you hear, you're supposed to, to do. Right. And then just as a, as a point of reference, we talk about Abraham, who is the father of our faith. Yeah. Like he was justified by works. And this mm-hmm. is in Romans. Mm-hmm. Talking about that. Sure it it's not James anymore. We're talking about Romans, the fourth chapter. Yeah. He said he was justified by works. And he said he, he believed God and it was counted for him. As righteousness. righteousness right. And I think it's the fifth verse. But to him that worketh not, but believing in him justified the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness. Mm-hmm. And you go to Hebrews 10 or 11th chapter, it talks about those heroes of faith. Yeah. And it talks about Abraham being one of them. Right. In two places, actually. Um, and the first one is in the eighth through the tenth verse. It says, by faith, when Abraham was called to God out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, he obeyed. Mm-hmm. By faith, he sojourned into a land of promise and a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob. Is that he looked for a city where which had the foundation, you know, mm-hmm. maker and builder was God. But he went just because God told him to. Yeah, and th- that's confirmed if you look at Genesis, the twelfth chapter. It talks mm-hmm. about that, and the very top part, the first through the fourth verse, talks about God called him and told him, to, "Hey, get thee out from amongst your kindred. Mm-hmm. You know, go into a place where I'll show you." And the fourth right. verse says he went. Yeah. And then it talks about again. <laughs> yeah. It's like keep going. <laughs> exactly. It talks about when he also. Yeah. Um. That's the part. This one. Well, James, again, second chapter, 17 through 26 verse is where it talks about that faith without works. If it abide alone is mm-hmm. dead. And they mm-hmm. say, I'll show you my, you show me your faith without your works. And I'll show you my faith by, by my works. works. Sometimes yep. people get that confused and figure I can just do works. Mm-hmm. No, you have to do what God tells you to do. Right. It has to be obedience to his word. That's mm-hmm. where Saul messed up. Yep. He tried to do what he wanted to do. Yeah. It That's where it was Adam good. messed up. He tried to do what he wanted to do instead yeah. of obeying the word of God. Right. God gives us specific commandments, specific yes. instructions on what to do. And if we want to be justified, we have to follow his instructions. Exactly. And this is what James is talking about. Is, yeah. Hey, was not Abraham our father justified by mm-hmm. works when he had offered Isaac, yep. That's his son, upon the altar? 
and it also yep. in Hebrews it picks it by faith. Yep, that's when he I'm was like, tried. That's yep. Hebrews eleven seventeen through nineteen. Mm-hmm. He offered up Isaac, and then if you want to go where that was, that was Genesis twenty two, twenty second chapter where it talked about how Abraham, when God gave him, go offer your son, your only son. Right. Now mind you, he had another son. Ishmael yeah. but the one that God counted who was the child of promise was mm-hmm. Isaac he said go go get him and go offer him up but, but not even by itself like you exactly. know how long I waited for this now you're telling me to offer him up that that is faith absolutely and wow. he went and he was going to do it if mm-hmm. you go to, to Genesis and talk yes it said that he went to raise his hand and pull his hand back and angel yeah. spoke and said stop yeah. even in James it says like he did it in his mind, it was already done. Wow. That's and he, but wow. the thing is, before he ever went up to the mountain, he said, me and the ladder return. Even though he knew what mm. God had told him mm. to go and do, he just believed that if God should allow him to take the young man's life, that God could raise him back up. Wow. That's how much faith he had in God. Man. We got to get there. And that's why his wow. faith was accounted to him as righteousness or justification. Mm-hmm. Now this was before the Holy Ghost and all that stuff. Before you know, all he, of this, even this, before the law. Yeah. So he was already this laying was the his. foundation. He was already showing yeah. you the pattern. Yeah. Uh, and even twenty two and eighteen he said, And in thy seed shall all nations of the earth be blessed. This is God talking to Abraham, because mm-hmm. thou hast obeyed my voice. So he's telling you what he wants. Exactly. Obedience. Obey. <laughs> Do it God's way. Exactly. And if wow. you do it his way, you will be justified. justified. But if you try to do it your way, then you will stand in condemnation. Because right. the Bible talks about in Revelations where mm-hmm. all of us are going to stand before the judgment seat. Yes. And we're going to be judged out of the book according to our works. works. But those that have been washed in the blood of the lamb because mm. we have obeyed the gospel message. Mm-hmm. All of that stuff that was done before christ cover mm-hmm. he cleansed us he exonerated us from the penalty that we deserved mm-hmm. for the things that we had done yeah. some ignorantly and some knowingly yeah but we all deserved death yeah but he died for us yeah that's justice exactly yeah so true. somebody had to die yeah life yeah life, life had or, to be yeah. given for life mm-hmm Instead of us having to take it upon ourselves, he did it. Yeah. Just to give us an opportunity at salvation. Mm-hmm. Just to give us an opportunity at truly being justified yeah. in him. Giving us the opportunity to be able to develop and have a right relationship with him. Yeah. As he always wanted. Exactly. And he's the only one that could yeah. do it. Yeah. And that's why he took offense when it was like, you trying to do it yourself yeah. by following these rules. Mm-hmm. You think that that's going to be enough? Just like right. you think that fig is going to be, that leaf is going to be enough to cover you? Right. Now that you're aware of your nakedness, do you really think that's sufficient? Right. It's just like you trying to take what you, what I told you to kill and sacrifice it to me. Exactly. And I'm supposed to accept that as a sweet smelling savior? Exactly. No. I don't want that. It's, I have I, obedience is what I desire. It's better than sacrifice. I would have much rather you do what I told you to kill everything. Mm-hmm. That would have been the sweet smelling savior. Yeah. That would have been pleasing unto me. Mm-hmm. That would have caused the blessings that I had for you to be able to be on you and it's, and also be continued to your family. Yeah. If you look at numbers or Deuteronomy, it talks about the different blessings and things. Mm-hmm. 
The one thing people fail to mention is that it talks about the blessings, but it says, if, if. you do my commandments. Yeah, I call it the if-then statement. It's if. always if. And then. And everybody missed the if, and mm-hmm. they go to the then. Mm-hmm. And then there's another significant if then if you yep. don't and you then. go whoring after other gods and you yep. then yep. all of these other things are going to happen to you mm-hmm. and we try to preach the blessings without preaching the condition yeah just like we try to preach salvation without mm. preaching the condition mm-hmm. there is a condition yes it is there is an action that we have to take right. and that action is obedience to his word mm-hmm. what brings about justification yes is faith in the blood of jesus christ yeah and that faith should lead you to repentance that faith should lead you to baptism in his name for the remission of our sins that faith should lead us to being filled with his spirit yes if it doesn't do that then what are we doing right i think isn't there one he says christ is of no effect unto you yep whosoever whosoever you are justified Justified by by the law law. you are fallen from From grace. grace because Wow. Grace is unmerited See? favor. Mm. And if you look at, I think that's Galatians. This is Galatians. Yeah, it's Galatians 5, 4. Yeah, but there's another one. I believe it's Ephesians where it talks about for by grace are you saved through faith. Mm. That's Ephesians, I believe. And there it talks about not of works, mm-hmm. lest any should boast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, it's going to showing you like. We we will be without excuse when mm-hmm. we stand before God in the judgment. And again, we all have to go this way. We're going to be rewarded or we're going to be judged, punished. Yep. Is Ephesians 2 and 8. Mm-hmm. And 9 says, not of works, lest any man should boast. And if you go above that, um, we'll talk about the first the first verse. It talks about you being quickened mm. who were dead in your trespasses and sin. And it said, right. we're in time past. There it is. You walked according to the course of this world. Mm-hmm. And, and this is the part that we, we seem to forget that those things that we used to do yeah. should be in the past. Yeah, you say such as were, were some, some of you. you. Yeah. But you've been washed You've been cleansed. You've been sanctified. Now you've been purified. Justified. But justified by the blood of Jesus Mm -hmm. because of your faith in the gospel. Yeah. And that's what caused you to be now righteous in his eyes. Mm -hmm. If you go and take that, you frustrated by going and doing whatever you want to do and following your flesh. (laughs) Yeah. You're no longer. Now you stand in condemnation. Now you stand in judgment Mm -hmm. because the law is for the lawbreakers. Yeah. But true. if you walk after the spirit, the reason why the law has no power over you is because you're not breaking it. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, because the fruit of the spirit, it says there is no, there is no law. No, there isn't one because it's, you're not doing anything. Yeah. That's contrary. You're, you're actually yeah. fulfilling the law. Yeah. Like Jesus said, he didn't yeah. come to destroy it, but he came to fulfill, fulfill it. it. He did. When he said, when he died, he said, it is it's finished. finished. And he gave us the power to fulfill it yeah. in this earth. And, but we have yep. to understand that. And yep. again, we're talking about justification still, to be declared yeah. innocent and guiltless, to be shown just or right before God. It's, it's so critical when we mm-hmm. talk about this because if you're walking around feeling as if you're justified in how you are and what you're doing, you're not. No. We're not. No. None of us. No. If we're walking contrary to the word of God and, and we're doing things that are not in alignment with what he says we're supposed to be doing and how we're supposed to walk, yep. 
then we stand in danger of condemnation. Yeah, no matter what you try to do to justify it, or well, I, I did this, or I did that. Doesn't matter. No. You can sing your to you blue in the face. You can come oh, to every single service. Yeah. You can pray fifteen times a day. Fast. You can fast. You, you could be just Give. like the like the yeah. Pharisee. You can name rattle off all of these things that you do that mm-hmm. you feel like makes you deserving. Well, and then too, because that's what's being praised and pushed them. Exactly. And, and so we think, oh, well, I'll just do that and I'll be okay with everybody. You play with people. Exactly, but not with God. Because when uh, Saul messed up, he told uh, Samuel, I have refused him. I, it repented me that I put him up as king. Yeah. So I don't care what the people told you to do. You look good in their eyes because you saved the king. You're going to parade him around as your um, trophy. Yeah. That's, that's not what I told you to do. Exactly. So. Before that, you lose the kingdom. Exactly. Adam and Eve, before your sin, you lose the paradise. You lose the garden. You lose. Access. Yeah. To the tree of life. So it's like you may be looking good at everybody else in your own understanding. Even the Bible tells us not to lean to mm-hmm. our own understanding, make up our own thing. They might be like, oh, man, that's a, that's a faithful brother and sister. Oh, they are. Oh. Such a believer. Such yeah. A, and. God knows your heart. Yeah. <laughs> we always say that, but. That yeah, cuts both ways. <laughs> for sure. It's like, we just got to do it God's way. And if we do it his way, then we will be benefited and blessed by it. Like I say that justification that comes through faith in the gospel to obedience of the gospel. And then after we have been converted, that justification that comes through our faith, which is demonstrated by our works. That's what allows us to stay and to be in right standings with God. Yeah. And if we continue to operate that way don't let the works drive you yeah let the faith drive you Mm -hmm. and as the faith drives you you'll be able to go from faith to faith Mm -hmm. be able to go deeper you'll be able to go higher and it'll be with the spirit of humility because you realize like it ain't you it is grace it is his grace that is being extended (laughs) to us and being you know poured upon us and that's why we're able to do what we do and be who we are This is the end. Thank you very much. (laughs) Love y'all. Appreciate you. Justification. Goodbye. Well, that's our time. Thank you so much for listening. We hope this episode has further enriched your perspective. Until next time, I'm Mike. And I'm Talisha. God God bless. bless.